Welcome to Anchored with Mike Robinson. As you listen today, you will discover what it means to have Jesus Christ as the anchor of your soul. Let's discover him and find purpose today. So glad to have uh, Dr. Abby McCabe with me today on Anchored. Um, we, I really wanted Abby to come on. She's a part of our ministry at Anchor Church, and she's become a dear friend, her and her family with us here. And, uh, you know, just to see... Um, Abby, to see your walk with God and where you came from and where you're going and how God's using you and and how he uses everything in our past. Um, but I really, I wanted you to share today, you know, coming from uh, a postmodern culture, uh, a millennial mindset, coming to Christ. You know, we have a lot of people that think the church is really disconnected from this generation when really it's not. The word's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus Christ is still changing lives in this generation as much, if not more than any other generation needs Jesus. And, um, and I know you know that, and, and I want you to share, but how you came, um, how you came to Christ and, and, uh, you know, then what keeps you anchored to Christ. But I just want you to share some of your story today from where you came from, uh, believing it's going to speak to people out there all over, um, because they're, they're in the same place you were. And they need to go to the same place you're going. So with this kind of springboard off of that, I would like you to just share with us today. All right. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Um, I So I, I didn't grow up in anywhere special. I didn't, you know, nothing particularly difficult with my uh-huh. background. I grew up in a affluent family. Um, we lived in a small town. Uh-huh. Um, but my parents didn't take me to church. We'd, I didn't learn anything about religion when I was growing up and actually religion was kind of this scary thing that I didn't know anything about. Mm-hmm. Um, probably once or twice I would go, I went to church with a friend of mine. If I stayed the night at their house on a Saturday night, I would go to church with them on Sunday morning. And I remember one of the times I went with them, I ended up having a pretty negative experience where I didn't feel well. Uh-huh. And so I thought that church wasn't for me and, mm-hmm. and God didn't want me there. Um, and I kind of grew up just thinking that. Um, I was very, very shy when I was little. I was afraid of pretty much everything and everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would sit in the playground and I would watch other kids and I I really wanted to help people. I always wanted to reach out and help people. Uh And so as I grew up, I, I went the route of the world and how, how I would help people in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. And that would be through psychology. So I, even in high school, I knew that I wanted to be a psychologist. Um, I went straight to undergrad and that was my, that was my main goal in life that I, I sought out knowledge of, of understanding human beings, Mm -hmm. of understanding how we feel, how we think. Um, and as much as I pursued that, um, I never really felt full. I never really felt whole. I never really felt loved. Um, I had, you know, I had lots of relationships as I went through college and, um, I was just always searching for something. So in graduate school, I actually got really physically ill and I, as I was going to doctors, cause that's what I believed in. I believed in medicine, what would fix me. Um, and the doctors gave me no answers. Uh-huh. <laughs> the doctors had no, um, no cure for me. Um, I was, I was to the point where I couldn't really feel my hands and feet. Everything hurt everywhere all the time. Um, the medication they gave me, gave me side effects, made me worse. Um, didn't really make me feel that much better. Um, and then at the point where I was, I was just finishing up my PhD 
um, in psychology. And to finish that, I had to have a year internship. Okay. So I was going on my internship, um, or going for interviews for my internship. And right before I left, my doctor told me that I would need to start going to this different medication that I would have to start inject self-injecting. Um, and I didn't really like that idea. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so I told him I'm going to go on this trip. When I come back, I'll let you know what I want to do. Um, so I started off on this trip to do multiple different, um, interviews. I lived up in the Northwest at the time. So it was all on the, the Northwest coast. And I was traveling from Vancouver, Canada down to Portland, Oregon. Okay. And I got stopped. Um, there's the major highway there. It's I-5. Um, and it was closed. The, the sign said it was closed. There was a major flood. So I found out that there you couldn't get there by road. Um, there was landslides that took out the train tracks. You couldn't get there by train. You couldn't get there by plane. Um, I was stuck in Seattle. And it just all seemed very supernatural to me at the time. I didn't know what that mm-hmm. meant, but it was like, what? The, the whole state right. is flooded. <laughs> so that night when I was in Seattle, I just had these very, very vivid dreams. And in those dreams, I basically saw myself all the times in my life where fear had directed me and had told me where to go. Um, and I just, it's not like I heard a voice, but it was like, I knew that something very bigger than me, something much more, much greater than me, much more powerful than me was telling me that that fear was not mine Mm -hmm. and that it had been part of me for so long and I needed to let it go. And at the time I didn't know what this, I couldn't make sense of this experience Mm -hmm. because I didn't have any framework to put it on. Um, but now looking back, (laughs) I know that that was, that was the first time that God was helping me Mm -hmm. to let go of, of these things that were holding me back. Um, and I, I remember after that, I was so energized. I called my doctor, stopped taking the medications I was on. All of my physical ailments went away. Um, I was very much set free and, and just full of life and uh-huh. full of excitement. And I didn't, I didn't understand it. I didn't know what it was. Um, and then after that, again, I, because I didn't know, mm-hmm. I didn't to me, pursue I'm, it. Yeah, I'm thinking where the goodness of God leads us to repentance. It's like God has... It's so amazing. God's so big. We forget yeah. that, that he has many ways of contacting us and, and drawing us to truth. But it, it is, it's his goodness. So many times it just leads us to repentance. That's how good God is, you know, so you can mm-hmm. continue. But I just, I just yeah. want to interject that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and at the time, I mean, not knowing, there were a lot of things that I was doing in my life that were not. Mm-hmm. You know, it was things that are okay in the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, I thought I was a good enough person. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I partied, I you know, did all kinds of things. Um, but so then from there, I, I ended up going on my internship, which was not at all the internship that I wanted. So I ended up going to Rochester, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would have never, ever moved to. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that that all worked out in a way that I can't describe. It, uh-huh. You know, I, I went there. Um, and I met my husband there, who's not my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we ended up moving down to West Virginia. And right. when we moved to West Virginia, we were, we both were, we, we weren't 
in any way spiritual. Mm-hmm. Like we would actually make fun of like we, when we moved to this area, we would make fun of the the signs on the roads and um, all the billboards. And we kept saying like, did we move back in time? Uh-huh. Like, there's all these crazy people here that you know talking about the fear of God. Um, and <laughs> you know, we didn't right. <laughs> we didn't know what that was, mm-hmm. so we were making fun of it. Um, and we ended up moving to Maryland, <clears throat> to Friendsville, Maryland. Um, and at the time, we were, when we were moving our stuff, I actually threw out my back when we were packing up our okay. stuff. And so when we were going to unload our stuff into our new house, there's stairs mm-hmm. to get up to the entryway, and I couldn't lift the, the heavy items. Um, and my, but my husband had been going to breakfast mm-hmm. at a cafe that happened to be in the basement of a church. Right. And he said, well, I know a couple people through this church. Um, so he sent him a message mm-hmm. and all these people came over. I remember. And I not, was there. I was one of those people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Not only did they move the heavy items into our house, they moved everything into our house. Mm-hmm. They set it up. They, <laughs> they did it all. Um, and I felt really bad <laughs> at the time, but they were, they were so nice. Um, and then we, didn't see them again. You know, like uh-huh. they, they moved all our stuff into our house, didn't know us. Um, and then I was probably a couple months later. Well, a few, probably six, about six months later. Um, I, my husband was at work and I just, there was a big storm that was coming in and I just got really kind of anxious and really worked up. And it was like, again, it was like somebody much more powerful than me was telling, was put, like, putting ideas in my head mm-hmm. that I didn't know. Um, and it was like they were trying, it was like God was trying to tell me that there's a, like a spiritual ecosystem, or like an emotional ecosystem to explain mm-hmm. the spiritual world to me. Um, because that's what I understood at the time, uh-huh. that I, I can understand ecosystems. I understand that there are things happening that I can't see, but I can see the effects of them. Mm-hmm. And that's what God was trying to show me, that there's this whole other right. realm that I don't know about right. that I need to know about. And I couldn't, it was like, it was a little bit beyond what I could really understand at the time. So my husband comes home and I start telling him all about <laughs> it. And he's looking at me like I've lost my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it, I was getting frustrated because I couldn't explain it to him. And so finally I just said, well, I think we just need to go to church. And of course, this literally, we literally probably the day before we're making mm-hmm. fun of church. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so he kind of looked a little bit better and said, well, you know, I know of a church because I've been going to breakfast uh-huh. in the basement of this church. And wow. so sure enough, we started attending Anchor Church. Um, and and again, it was, it was crazy to me because when we first started coming, I would cry. And I, I'm not a crier. I hadn't cried since I was a little girl. Right. And it was just, but it was like, it felt so good that I could just come. I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And you would think I would be embarrassed, but right. it wasn't. Yeah. I, it was like, it was just a place where I felt safe and I could, I could just release all that. And mm-hmm. I didn't even know what I was releasing or why, but, um, but it was pretty amazing. Yeah. And then I've really just been a student from mm-hmm. there. Right. And digging and in. Learning. So do you think the, you know, back to the church, the, I mean, we opened that cafe really. And I think a lot of, a lot of people see that, you know, you're not crazy when, when they can come into a marketplace ministry or like, yeah. like the cafe, like we did. And that was to me that what the cafe did was so much, you know, 
with mm-hmm. people like you and, and your husband, Marty, that, that they came through that. And then just the community was a type of the community in the church. It was just like a taste of what was in the church there in the cafe, that we're real people, that we're not crazy, that, you know, yeah. um, that we, we believe in God, you know, we're sold out to God, but we're not crazy. We're not these flakes or these crazy people, but we're real people. So mm-hmm. what do you think was the, I mean, you think you were the first time you were hooked when you came to church, like I'm coming back, or do you think there was a certain point where you decided this is where I have to be? Well, I think, I think as so many things that God does, those seeds were planted earlier on. So mm-hmm. to me, it was like, I, I like I could have researched churches uh-huh. and, you know, how would I have known which one to attend? Right. I don't know, but, right. <laughs> but that's what I would have done in my own mm-hmm. understanding. But I think again, because anchor church came and helped us move our stuff in when we didn't even know who we were. Right. And like, to me, it was like, I felt like I was at home because the people treated me like I was family. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I even knew how to be treated like family. Right. <laughs> right. But that's, it was the personal connection okay. that, you know, and when, when they came and moved all my stuff in, I tried to feed them and they wouldn't, they didn't accept an, anything mm-hmm. in return. It was mm-hmm. like, they didn't want anything in return. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to help. Yeah. Just to help. And so then, and again, with you know my husband going to, eat in the cafe again it was just he just felt like it was a place where he could come and connect with people right there was nothing no strings attached right you know it wasn't Mm -hmm. it wasn't this weird thing that right i guess i had thought it yeah like (laughs) had been in the past you have to be a part of this club you know but yeah i think that was that was how it was authentic and and it just organically happened that we got together and that's the way Mm -hmm. it's supposed to happen you know anywhere in the world the gospel works it's the same thing, you know, we talked earlier, you know, about knowledge and about, you know, knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. And mm-hmm. I like what you had said, and we're about out of time, but that, that you know, there's something much greater than knowledge. And it's yeah. it's finding out who is the source, you know, God's all knowing, he's omniscient, mm-hmm. he's everywhere. And when we know him, we know everything. So um, let's just pray. But Father, I just pray today, anyone out there that has heard this podcast or will hear these uh this radio program would understand that there there is a god that is working all things out to try to get to us we all have that that void that abby talked about we all have that that emptiness inside and we're trying to fill it with all kinds of things and father i pray today they would make the choice to to seek you out thanks for tuning in today you can find us at anchorchurch.live Please let us know you're listening by filling out the digital connection card on our website. Again, that's anchorchurch.live. Remember, stand firm, stay anchored to Jesus, and you will weather any storm.